Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When it comes to making movies, certain actors fall in love with their characters. They become them on every single conceivable level, but uh, these guys, not so much. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who hated their own movie characters. Number 10. Catherine Heigl, Alison Scott from Knocked Up Though Catherine Heigl was already well-known at the time for playing Izzy Stevens in Grey's Anatomy, in 2007 she enjoyed a major career breakthrough by starring opposite Seth Rogen in the comedy mega-hit Knocked Up. Here she played Alison Scott, a workaholic reporter who ends up getting unintentionally pregnant by Rogen's schlub Ben Stone. And despite some understandable turmoil, they end up raising the baby together as a happy couple. Now, Shortly after the release, the actress spoke out about the movie, noting that while she enjoyed working with Rogen, and writer-director Judd Apatow, she considered the film a little sexist, adding, It paints the women as shrews, as humorless and uptight, and it paints the men as lovable, goofy, fun-loving guys. Most damningly, she had some specific, pretty choice words about the character she played. I'm playing such a bitch. Why is she such a killjoy? Why is this how you're portraying women? Though it's clear that Heigl mostly had a problem with the angle of the script more than anything, this clearly fed down into her <clears throat> bitch of a character. Number 9. Woody Harrelson, Harlan from Out of the Furnace Scott Cooper's criminally underappreciated 2013 crime drama Out of the Furnace boasts a stellar all-star cast, though perhaps the most memorable performance is given by Woody Harrelson, who plays sociopathic New Jersey meth kingpin Harlan with pretty sinister relish. Now, Despite Harrelson's penchant for playing unhinged maniacs, the role was a test even for him. According to director Cooper, after wrapping his scenes, Harrelson went up to the filmmaker, hugged him and said, I have never wanted to shed a character so badly in my life. Coming from the actor who so brilliantly played the irredeemable psychopathic serial killer Mickey Knox in Oliver Stone's Natural Born Killers, that statement definitely carries a lot of weight. Number 8. Sean Connery, James Bond Now, Sean Connery was the first ever actor to play James Bond on film and, in the eyes of many fans, remains the best to ever don the tuxedo. However, he was actually none too fond of 007 himself. In a famous interview, Connery said of the legendary super spy, I have always hated that damned James Bond. I'd like to kill him. 
Connery reportedly became frustrated with playing the character in later movies and resented being so pervasively associated with him beyond his larger body of work. Connery's good friend Michael Caine said that you didn't raise the subject of Bond around the actor. Such was the extent of his distaste for 007 and the franchise as a whole. Now, given Daniel Craig's previous half-joking remarks about the Bond role driving him to thoughts of self-harm, it wouldn't be remotely surprising if Craig revealed a similar eye for the character once his tenure as Bond ends later this year. Number 7. Jamie Dornan, Christian Grey, Fifty Shades of Grey Now, Jamie Dornan won the much sought-after role of Christian Grey in the erotic drama franchise Fifty Shades of Grey, and though the actor never made much of an effort to disguise his ambivalence over the quality of the movies themselves, he was also upfront about ripping Mr. Grey himself a new one. In 2017, he had an interview with GQ, and he said, He's not the sort of bloke I'd get along with. All my mates are easygoing and quick to laugh. I wouldn't imagine myself sat in a pub with him. I don't think he'd be my type when it comes to choosing mates. In a more recent podcast, Dornan added, I don't think I'll ever play a character who's less like me. Which, when you consider that he's also well known for playing serial killer Paul Spectre on the BBC crime series The Fall, is quite a damning condemnation of Christian's character. Number 6. Marlon Brando, Stanley Kowalski, A Streetcar Named Desire The role of slovenly, abusive, brute Stanley Kowalski in A Streetcar Named Desire was a career-making one for Marlon Brando, originating the part on Broadway and then reprising it on screen in 1951, for which he received his first Best Actor Oscar nomination. Yet despite the fact that it ultimately served as the foundation for the rest of his storied career, the actor held nothing back when expressing his disdain for Stanley as a human being. He took particular issue with the role making him, and by proxy his repugnant character, a sex symbol, and his 1994 autobiography Songs My Mother Taught Me made pains to distance himself from a character that he had no love for. I was sensitive by nature, and he was coarse, a man with unerring animal instincts and intuition. Number 5. Sally Field, Aunt May from The Amazing Spider-Man Now on paper, Sally Field seemed like the perfect choice to play Aunt May in the Mark Webb-directed Amazing Spider-Man films, though in the years since playing the iconic role twice, the actress has opened up about finding absolutely no joy in it. Field confirmed in a 2016 interview with Howard Stern that she only signed up to the franchise because The Amazing Spider-Man would be the final film produced by Field's longtime friend Laura Ziskin. Fields added that she put not a great deal of thought into playing the part before delivering a devastating put-down about May's flat characterization. It's really hard to find a three-dimensional character in it, and you work it as much as you can, but you can't put ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Woof. Number 4. Harrison Ford, Han Solo, Star Wars Anyone who knows much at all about Star Wars will be aware that Harrison Ford has never been particularly fond of his Star Wars character Han Solo, viewing him less favorably compared to his other massively iconic starring role, Indiana Jones. More diplomatically, Ford has called the rogue smuggler relatively thin as characters go, even lobbying that George Lucas kill Han off at the end of The Empire Strikes Back, but alas, Lucas refused. During the press tour for Return of the Jedi, Ford could scale contain his joy at never having to play Han again, saying, I was glad to see that costume for the last time. In more recent years, Ford infamously referred to him as dumb as a stump and half-jokingly blamed the culture for embracing him as a hero. Though Ford finally got his way with having Han killed off in The Force Awakens, his surly attitude towards both the character and Star Wars as a whole has not waned. When a journalist asked him if Han was a Force ghost in Rise of the Skywalker, Ford curtly replied, I have no f***ing idea what a Force ghost is and I don't care. Number 3. Christopher Plummer, Captain Von Trapp, From the Sound of Music 
The late, great Christopher Plummer has played countless fantastic roles over the years, though he will be forever remembered as Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Despite the film's enormous success, Plummer made little effort over the five decades following its release to conceal his dislike for both the film as a whole and Captain Von Trapp. For starters, Plummer called The Sound of Music so awful and sentimental and gooey and spent most of his life turning down cast reunions until finally agreeing to attend a 45th anniversary special on the Oprah Winfrey show in 2010. As for Von Trapp, Plummer has freely admitted that he wasn't particularly happy with the part, found Von Trapp boring, and that although we worked hard enough to make him interesting, it was a bit like flogging a dead horse. Number 2. Robert Pattinson, Edward Cullen from Twilight Robert Pattinson has firmly shaken off the stink of Twilight over the last decade, starring in a multitude of critically acclaimed drama films showcasing his considerable acting chops. But even back in 2008, shortly after wrapping the very first Twilight, he spoke freely about his patent hatred for the shiny, mopey vampire that he played in the series. In an interview with Empire just before Twilight's release, he said, The more I read of the script, the more I hated this guy. So that's how I played him, as a manic depressive who hates himself. Plus, he's a one 108-year-old virgin, so he's obviously got some issues there. Pattinson continued his habit of not mincing words throughout the press tour for the entire franchise, famously saying of Edward in one interview, if Edward wasn't a fictional character, he'd be one of those guys who's an axe murderer. Yeah, indictments don't get much worse than that. And number one, Eli Wallach, dancer from The Lineup. And finally, an oldie but definitely a goodie now with Don Siegel's 1958 film noir classic The Lineup, which stars the great Eli Wallach as Dancer, a psychopathic murderous member of an international drug smuggling outfit. Now, being his only second ever movie role, it's strange how brilliantly menacing he is as a character, but playing such a troubling, unrepentant character seemingly proved to be a little much for the actor. He reportedly hated playing Dancer so much that he ended up taking a break from large movie roles for around two years before being cast in his third feature film, the 1960s Seven Thieves. If a character that vile ends up living in your head rent-free that much, the hate seems totally and utterly justified. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.